It's time for Legally Steal with your host, S.E. Day. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us again. Another week, another weekend. And, of course, we all know that tomorrow is the 10th anniversary of a very sombering day in our lives when the Twin Towers fell in New York. Well, today's show we're going to we're going to do something and I'll tell you it, it, it's a little irony uh, there's irony involved because the show was scheduled for this but I did, when I scheduled the show I wasn't realizing that it was going to be September 10th the day before the 10th anniversary of 9/11 um but it's befitting for the right time today's show is Insurance is sexy. Insurance is sexy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little misleading title. But I want you to stay tuned as our guest. We've had this guest on before. He's actually going to be our guest on at about 10 past the hour um, talking about insurance. His name is Tim Porter. And, of course, if you haven't gotten a chance, go check out our website. It's LegallySteelShow.com, LegallySteelShow.com, and it has a lot of information on that. One of the things that we do is every guest that every guest that we have on the air, we will always post that guest information on our website where you'll be able to check it out, go back and listen to any shows that may have caught your fancy, and or be able to look at the guests and be um, connected to their website. That's our way of showing appreciation for you coming on and, uh, and and being graceful enough to come on our show. So we want to pay that back in return. I believe in small businesses. I believe in supporting small businesses. So I'm going to do all that I can on my platform to support small businesses. So this gentleman has been on. He's a uh, registered financial consultant. And he'll be coming on about 10 past the hour, and we'll start that segment of Insurance is Sexy. It's our tribute to 9-11. Things you need to know about, really. Uh, One one thing you have to ask yourself is how often often do we think of our own demise? Now, uh, you know that I'm focused on bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet, so this is not the... This is not the show where we're going to be talking about how it affects you uh, emotionally. Uh, You are able to deal with that on your own. However, we are going to be talking about uh, final expenses and things of that nature from a financial aspect of what you can do now and before you're caught off guard. Of course, you know, I've heard people say, and I've even said it before, of course, before I had a family, but. If I go, what's the problem? I mean, geez. But you know, that's a very selfish, very selfish thought. If you go, what's the problem? Who cares? I mean, you know, you can leave me in the backyard. I don't care. Well, the bottom line is when you go, you're not going. When you go, you're gone, but it's what's left behind. It's what the family, your loved ones have to deal with. So, again, we're not talking morbidity here on this show. We are talking finances. So he'll be on at, uh, like I said, about 10 past the hour. Listen, the um, I've been posting all week. Last week I found out that the link, the link is live on Grow Financial's website. Um, you can actually go to their website through our website, LegallySteelShow.com, and click on um, for CUs only, for CUs only. And that way you'll see a button there that says free book. You can click on the book. It'll take you directly to Grow Financial's website. And they have on their website no strings attached. What they're looking at doing is is showing you, the audience, a better way to buy and give you that resource of a credit union, having that resource in your back pocket when you go to buy a vehicle will save you thousands, thousands of dollars. And I'm not just saying it because I wrote the book, um, but all of you who know me, who have been listening to me for the last year, 
know that I'm a consumer advocate. You've seen some of my videos, some of my uh, interviews, national interviews. You know that I'm a consumer advocate, and I believe in bringing you information that matters most to your wallet and giving you the advice and the skills or wherewithal to actually go out and put those type of deals together uh, to save yourself thousands of dollars. Now, of course, they are looking to raise their membership. I want them to raise their membership. I think uh, I think credit unions are the backbone of this country. Credit unions are actually the backbone of the world. Um, we have over 7,500 credit unions here in the U.S., but credit unions are around the country. And they were they were designed and created for the little man. And uh, listen, become a member of a credit union. Become a member. The National Community uh, National Credit Union Administration is not paying me. Okay, CUNA uh, National is not paying me. I'm I'm paying me, and I'm suggesting that every one of you listening to the sound of my voice, be it live or be it uh, podcast, join a credit union. It's not that hard. It is not that hard. Your credit? Oh, wow! You say your credit may not be great. Listen. Join a credit union. Oh, you say you need financing for that home? Wow, because it almost takes an act of Congress now for you to, say, buy a house, join a credit union. Geez, they're hitting you with a high interest rate on that car loan. Really? Join a credit union. Interest rates at this credit union are starting at around 2.99%. And I had Mr. Strickland on a couple of weeks ago. And he was talking about actually refinancing. Check this out. Refinancing that bad loan that you may be in, that car that you're driving. You may not be, you know, bad loans, high interest rate. They're talking about refinancing that loan at 1.99%. Tell me where you can find that type of financing at, say, a uh, hmm, bank. It's not out there. It's not out there. It costs money to borrow money, and believe me, bankers are trying to make every dollar they can make. So I'll get off that soapbox, but join a credit union. So um, these are these are things that are happening this past week. I hope you all enjoyed your Labor Day. Um, I hope you stayed safe and you're able to listen to me again this weekend because you didn't go out and do something stupid and kill yourself. So I hope you're here listening. But a lot of things happen. A lot of things are happening. And I'll tell you this. The thing that I like about it is I like the influence that I'm having on my future, on your future. You say that's bold. Well, listen, um, my goal is to fight for the consumer. My goal is to fight for the consumer at every turn, and nothing's going to deter me from that. So be it home loan, be it vehicle loans, be it um, buying for Christmas, be it your taxes, be it buying a cell phone, be it a uh, reading something online today of click to cash, clicks to cash. I got a link. Someone sent it to me, work at home. Listen, we're going to be doing a show segment on that, which you know I'll get back to my ranting, but we're going to be doing a show segment on uh, not clicks to cash, but we're going to be doing a show segment on small businesses. Uh, there is, we are amongst a paradigm shift, kind of like they were during the Industrial Revolution. Things are not going back to the way they used to be. So I heard the president's speech this week, and um, about time he, you know, grew some, some cojones. Uh, but that's another story. But I heard his speech this week, and he's talking about, you know, the 99ers uh, putting on a proposal to actually increase the unemployment insurance for these people who are unemployed. Um, I'm going to say this to the unemployed. Um, start looking within yourself and looking to become an entrepreneur. The jobs are gone the way that you think the jobs should be there. They're not there, and they're not coming back. There's a whole new generation of people creating jobs, and 
the state that we're in now, we are in the Internet revolution. We are in the the adolescent stage of the Internet where everything is social. Everything is social media, social platform. I mean, look at this. I remember when radio, when radio actually went to the Internet and people started doing talk. Not well, They weren't doing talk radio. They were actually doing, um, having their own little radio stations where they were playing their own little music. And the funny part about it is you could barely hear it, but it was something that somebody had a great idea on that was going to take us to the next level. And that's it. Look at here we are. Things are not going back to the way they used to be, and they're not going to be. So uh, even though the unemployment insurance is, you know, the president is recommending increasing it, I'm going to suggest that you look at becoming an entrepreneur. Find something that you like, and you look around and see if there's a potential for you to make money. If there is a potential for you to make money, look at what you need to do to get that going. Find as many uh, training seminars or coaching that you can because you have to change your mindset. So we're going to take a small break, and then we're going to have our guest on. Uh, again, his name is Mr. Tim Porter. We've had him on before. Great guest, uh, put out a lot of knowledge. And um, hopefully I can get him to, you know, uh, for 9-11, give away something. I don't know. I don't know. But stay tuned. We're going to take a small break, and we'll be back. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. And now, your all-star loan lineup from Grove Financial. Leading off, Vehicle Loans. Batting second, Grove Visa Credit Card. Third, Grove Student Loans. And batting cleanup, the big guy, Home Loans. Holy cow, it's a grand slam from Grove Financial. Just look at those low rates. Apply today at GroveFinancial.org. Grove Financial Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and an equal housing level. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm your host, S.C. Day, uh, here on the Legally Steal Show for this tribute uh, to 9-11. Is, not is, insurance is sexy. Mr. Porter, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing, Mr. Day? <laughs> Actually, um, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, just kind of sitting here... Uh, Admiring our 80, 82, 83 degrees. I'm, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. I, I tell you what, this is this this is what makes this is what makes that part of the country so great. Is you uh, better believe it. Is is, uh, is this you know you got to suffer through you got to suffer through August, but you know what? Oh well, such is, oh well. Such is. Hey hey, you listen. You were saying something before the break. Um, yeah, yeah. And you were you were talking before the break, and I was just I was just I was like. Almost getting ready to jump up and down over here, but I was afraid I was going to scare somebody. Um, listen, let me tell you something. You are absolutely correct because I look at this from a demographic point of view. I look at our economy and the, econo- and the economics of this country from a demographic demographics point of view, right? From a history, from a historical point of view, and not from what's on the nightly news point of view. Okay, exactly. Here's what here's the here's the first thing I always tell people. I tell people that. You are responsible for your own economy. Yep. Okay? The second thing is let's look at a historical fact. Let's go back to the Great Depression really briefly. That time, what brought us out of the Great Depression was entrepreneurism. Yeah. Entrepreneurialism yeah. and and innovation. Absolutely. 
if you look back, a couple of things happened. A few through that through that time, there were some great companies that were born in the Great Depression, born out of the Great Depression, and, and shortly thereafter. Yeah, the baby boom had a little bit to do with some of it too, but but you know what? There's a lot of things that happened. For example, we can blame the soap opera, we can blame the television soap opera on the Great Depression because that was an innovative thing that the soap companies did to sponsor the radio shows back during the great back during and around the time of the Great Depression. That actually yep. those types of things, that type of innovation came out of the Great the Great Depression. Companies like com, you know, the car companies. Like yeah. GM and Ford, I mean those some of those brands that they've developed over the years, the Chevrolet brand, those brands were developed out of the out of out of and during the Great Depression and yep. grew forward. So if if you want to make a difference for your family and your country tomorrow, you need to do something today. And, and and relying on your country today is not what's going to make your country great tomorrow. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Man, you need to coin that. No, seriously, I like that because as you were naming some of those companies, um, this past week, I was not, actually it was last week, and I was looking at um, CNBC Titans, and they were talking about Procter & Gamble. Procter and Gamble. I mean, if people go back and research it, Procter and Gamble was a you know t- small operation where these guys started making soap. That's how soap operas got their name. From Ivory Soap was the one who actually started sponsoring these radio shows that were doing um, Days of Our Lives, <laughs> and these little companies started doing this. And next thing you know, we call them soap operas, and we use the word so leisurely today that we don't even realize where it came from. Companies like like New York Life, Allstate Insurance Company, started during the Great Depression. So now is the time for you to dig deep within and get yourself started. Um, The jobs that you think, they're not coming back. Ford, uh, again, and I know, Tim, we're going to get to the show, but just on that soapbox, Ford announced this week that they're building plants in China. Okay? They're building a car plant in China. And folks are like, well, I mean, Ford started here in America, so why can't they build another plant here? Listen, people, why would I pay you as an employer? Why would I pay you $30, $40, $50 an hour when I can build a plant in another part of the world and pay somebody $5 a day, $10 a day to build my car? I mean, I'm not trying to ship it back to the U.S. These people are going to drive it in their country, so why don't I go there and I can pay them? This is the mindset of an employer. So you have to dig within yourself and start something for yourself. Now is the time. This Now is the perfect time to do this. So with that, Tim, we'll have to have you back on again, and we can talk about, you know, ways of creating, <laughs> uh, creating opportunities in small businesses. But today we want to get into, this is 9-11. This is the 10th anniversary of 9-11. And a lot of people perished that day. A lot of people, and I know that most of them, I would say the majority of them, when they got up that morning and went to work, they didn't know they weren't coming home. So we want to talk about the thing, one thing of, you know, um, final expenses is one of the things that we're looking at, but we have this topic of insurance is sexy. If you would. Clarify. I mean, we're not talking about property insurance, auto insurance, or health insurance, and I know you can help people with those things, but clarify insurance is sexy for me. Well, that's a, I'd be more than happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, as we look back, as we look back at at, uh, at September 11th of 2000, 2001, you know, I remember exactly where I was. Um, you know, I was in downtown Chicago. I was in a, in fact, at, at one point that morning, um, I was in, I was in the federal building in downtown Chicago, which is the 
largest grouping of federal employees outside of Washington D.C. is these three is these three federal buildings uh, in downtown Chicago, and they were starting to uh, uh, evacuate evacuate the building while I was while I was there. And you know, we all remember exactly exactly where we were. You know, and I challenge people, like you mentioned, think back before that. Think what, what were you doing that morning? What were you doing before that happened? What well, your day was was normal, right. and so many times we take stuff for granted, and I think, and we take, and we obviously take, we take life for granted. And so, yep. it has been said that if we, that, that the only thing we learn from history is that we don't learn anything from history. So, what can we learn from September 11th that we can take forward that we really should that we really should learn from? You know, and, and I'm not. Let's not talk on a political scale. Let's not talk on a, on a grand. Um, you know, worldview scale right. on a war you know, about war. Let's talk about let's talk about um, the families. Let's talk about each each individual family because all you've got to do go to any website, turn on any news channel, and you know what? Do you know what they're focusing on? They're What's not. They're, they're focusing on the families. They're focusing on the individuals. Focusing on the individuals who passed. They're focusing on they're focusing on the uh, families that remain. And they're interviewing dads and sons and daughters and wives and husbands of people of, of people who of people who passed. Right. But what What can we learn? What can we learn as in, as individuals from that that we can take back that we can take back to our families? And it's and I think it's really simple. And that's that tomorrow is not a given. Right. And so today is the day to do something, not tomorrow. The I think it's the, the old proverb that says uh, I'm trying to remember who 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 quoted it. It's a, I think it's an Asian proverb, but it says the the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but today <laughs> we'll, today we'll have to do. Um, <laughs> I like that. So it, 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 forget about the past. Right. Okay. What can you do now? What can you do starting this day forward? To do something different for your family. Now, insurance is sexy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm gonna all the ladies, all the ladies, go do something else for three minutes. Okay, so I'm gonna talk to the guys. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to the guys. And I'm, gonna, right. I'm gonna explain to the. I'm gonna explain to the guys why why insurance is sexy with with two examples. All right, Tim, 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 Tim. This is a show yeah. for everybody. This is a show for everybody. <laughs> all right, be careful. <laughs> okay, okay. This is a family show, yes. The family hour here. Number one mm-hmm. is that if you really care as a guy, okay, and, and if there's ladies that you're one of those hard-headed ones that decided to tune in just because I said not to, welcome, you can hear this too. If you love your family, right. you're going to make sure that you're taken care of if something happens to you. Right. And I got news for you: the little tiny policy that you have at work ain't gonna cut it. I'm just shooting straight. We've got limited time today. I don't have time to reason with you and tell you all the details, but I can guarantee you that if you got some little extra writer term policy at work, it's not gonna be enough to take care. Of. It's not gonna be enough to take care of your family. So it's the first thing we first thing you get. You know what? And I know there's people that just want a couple bucks. So that their family doesn't have the burden of a funeral when they pass. Okay? Exactly, and, and and that can and that can be and that can be done too. That's often termed final expense insurance, and insurance is different than it used to be. And we'll get into some stuff a little bit later. The, um, the there's a lot of it that's still the same, and one of the right. pieces that's still the same is the fact that you know what, if your wife, guys, knows that she's taken care of, that you love her enough, that she's taken care of, if something happened to you, okay. She's going to think that's sexy. Now, she may not admit it, but, right. at, the end, but at, the, at the end of the day, she wants to know that your actions support your words. She wants to know that you say and do how you really feel, how you really feel about her. Now, here's the second example. <clears throat> there, is, there are different ways today to prepare for your retirement. And there's ways to do that tax advantaged and tax deferred. And again, we'll talk about some of this stuff later. Right. There's a story of of a and, and this actually happened, by the way, and it was relayed to me. Okay. 
there there is a there's there are certain types of financial products that you can lay out and you can say if you put this much money in a month you can put it in tax deferred here's how you can take it out tax free if you do it here then at the end of this at the at 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 this point in time in the future is when you've got enough money to live on and you don't have to work anymore well this right. couple sat down this couple sat down with their with their financial advisor and and he was explaining this to them and they came and they said okay yeah and and the wife said so you mean on this date that is when we can if we do this on this date we can start drawing money out and we don't have to worry about having enough to live on for the rest of our lives she realized at that moment she literally stood up and got excited and she said i could go around the neighborhood and I could knock on that neighbor's door and that neighbor's door and that neighbor's door and ask them, what day are you going to be financially independent? What day can you afford to retire? What day is that? Right. And they can't tell her. But she knew, and she knew exactly. And and the advisor saw what was going on, and he saw a unity between that husband and wife that he had, that, that he had not seen in the two of them before, and if if you if if you really want to help your relationship out, get on the same page financially. And I got news for you, that's probably not going to happen with the two of you sitting down without a third without an outside third party there. Uh, but it, but right. that but, but you I think you know where I'm coming from, SE. Oh yeah, okay. I is surely it, do. Is it, is it in general women are more security minded? They're less risk risk takers than men are. And because of that, guys, sometimes we can't get through our thick skulls what we need to do to really make our wives and our significant others feel secure. I just put out a general premise, okay, that you start talking about finances, okay, that you've got some things that you can do to help protect your family and prepare for your future, and you put those things on paper and you put a plan in place. Right. Your significant other is going to look at it totally. They're going to look at you and the relationship totally differently. Now, now, Tim. Speaking of experience, I mean, I mean, you know, have you been or are you now like a banker, mortgage broker, stockbroker, what? I, you know what? I have, <laughs> I have been. <laughs> yes, I have. I, I yes, I have. I have. I've, I've been a banker. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've even. <laughs> I've even I've even repoed a car in the middle of the night or two. Um, <laughs> hey, brother, uh, I know how you feel. <laughs> I uh, I've repoed a car in the middle of the night. Um, I've been I've been a banker. I've been a mortgage. I've been a mortgage banker. Okay. I okay. have been um, I have I, I have been or am a property and casualty insurance agent, a financial advisor. I've been a fee based financial advisor, or actually am. And um, the list goes on. And an insurance agent, health insurance agent, I've got right. a myriad of financial experience across the board that most most people won't have because they're very because they want it being very focused. And what I found is that um, um, is that finances is a holistic issue. Okay, exactly. It's, it's not. It's not one. It's not that it can't be segmented. It's very difficult, and oftentimes that's the way we that's the way we run our financial lives. And just for example, you, you've got your your car insurance agent is different than your life insurance agent is different than your financial planner. Plus, you've got all this other stuff at work that's in this other bucket, okay? And then plus you've got your mortgage with another company. Plus you've got this, and you've, and I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that's how we do it. Right. And. You've got to really make sure that all that stuff is on the same page, and most of us don't take the time to do it. But here's the crazy thing: if I were to say that everybody who calls in, and I'm not doing this, so don't call in. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, everybody who calls in, all you have to do is make a phone call. Spend 15 minutes on the show. Talk talk to us on the show for 15 minutes, and a year from now, I'll send you a check for 100 bucks. Okay? Wow! Again, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Okay. <laughs> so 
don't you, we don't are you think not, everybody would we, say, you know, you know what, everybody, everybody would say, I'm going to call and talk to you all for 15 minutes, right? Heck yeah, man, 15 okay. minutes and, and, and I'll get $100 later. Come on. Yeah, well, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Guess what? The Geico commercial on TV, the yeah. progressive commercial on TV, the Allstate commercial, they're not lying to you. If you're not with them, they could probably save you money in your car insurance. Right. They could, take, they could talk to you for 15 minutes. And exactly. that's the thing. We don't we don't care enough about our financial future to spend fifteen minutes to get a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks or three hundred bucks a year from now, or to right. spend an hour with somebody to have a couple hundred thousand dollars when we retire or more, or to spend you know, or to or to spend two weeks researching. We spend more time planning our vacation. Right. We spend more time shopping for kids' athletic equipment. And we spend more time doing a myriad of other things than we spend than than, than we spend making making important financial decisions to make sure our futures our futures there. Well, Tim, I can tell you, it, when you when you walk down that road, the first thing that, like I said, when I when we started this segment, more mortality is not something that we want to wake up in the morning and think about. We don't want to think about what's going to happen. Um, when I when I leave my house to go to work in the morning, and I automatically assume that I'm going to be at home for dinner, okay, I can think about that vacation on the way to work. I can think about the nice dinner that I'm going to take my wife to, but I don't want to think about what happens when the guy T-bones me because he ran a signal light. What you're talking is... Take a few minutes. You're not talking about take a whole day out of your, you know, out of your life. You're talking about take a few minutes and focus in on things that matter most to your family. Well, it's interesting you should say that, Effie, because we, if if you do get an offender bender, you've got insurance. Lightning hits your house. You've probably got you've probably got insurance. Right. Okay. You chip a tooth. You've probably got some type of dental plan. All right, you get you know you get a cold, you know you you may have some at least some type of prescription prescription discount plan. We've got all this stuff in place that we spend all this that we spend all this time doing, but at the end of the day, your your family will survive if you get a cold. Exactly. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to your family if something does happen to you and you're not there? Well, I'm going to say something just way out of the ballpark here. Way out of the ballpark. You mentioned car insurance. Well, most of that because you live in a state that says in order for you to drive in the state, you're going to have to have insurance. You mentioned homeowner's insurance. Well, your lender is not going to sell your house unless you have some insurance to cover it. Why isn't there, uh, uh, say, a, here's that bad word, a government agency that says because you're living, you need to have final expense insurance? Wouldn't that be great? Man, don't speak that. Don't speak that too soon. The way they're writing laws in DC right now, they're probably they're probably just they're probably just started. Um, you know, obviously, we obviously we live in a in a free country now, and right. I don't want to use I don't want to use that term loosely. Okay? I want right. you real, people need to people need to take that and they need to grip exactly what that means. Okay, because right. you and I could you and I could take a trip to downtown Chicago, to downtown Tampa, okay, and we can go to some of the heart, some of the what, what are con- considered some of the worst economic parts of that city. You and, and you know, you and I could probably wind right. up within three. We could, I could say, Essie, I'll meet you there, not even say the spot, and we probably wind up within three blocks of each other because we know the area. Right. But the but the issue is is that those people still are better off. Than those people you mentioned earlier that are making five bucks a day someplace else. Exactly. And we forget the blessings that we have been given here in this country. And again, not to make a political statement, but with but with nine eleven, you know, nine eleven going on, right? It, it, it's it's that's one of the reasons that that group of people doesn't like us is because we believe it's okay for us to have stuff. Right. We believe it's okay for us to take care of our families. We believe that we have individual individual rights, and that and that again, a group of people shouldn't tell us when to have insurance, when to go to bed, when to get up, when to do whatever. 
And gotcha. that's one of the things that makes this that makes that makes this that makes this country great. Um, so anyway, I'll get off that soapbox. <laughs> no, but well said, well said. And 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 when you want to talk about patriotism in in the whole um, right to live where we're living and the freedoms that we enjoy, um, I was just telling my kids uh, they they had this segment on CNN um, Friday, actually yesterday. And they were talking about the soldiers in Afghanistan. And there was this one journalist who was there showing pictures of 9-11 to the Afghan people. And only one out of the 600 people that he showed this to, wait a minute, I don't want to over-exaggerate. Maybe it was 60. But out of the 60 people that he showed the the photos of 9-11 and the planes hitting the building, only one, only one person was familiar with it. It is so desolate over there and so third world country that the Marines were actually laughed at after they told some of the Afghan people that 42 years ago we went to the moon and we have something in space right now. And these people started laughing and said, you guys are crazy. Basically, in their language, you're crazy. I mean, what is this? One guy thought the buildings were in Kabul. These people have no clue of what's going on around in the world. And that, and we can turn that into a whole political platform, and I don't want to do that, will not do that. But the point of that is I'm using that analogy here to say we have freedoms in this country that are not afforded to many around the world. And when you have those freedoms, there comes a mass a massive responsibility with those freedoms. And Tim, this is basically this is what you're talking. Listen, Tim, go get you a glass of water or something, you know, rest your throat. I'd love to I want you to stay on a little bit longer. We're gonna take a small break and then we'll come back. All right. Uh always here on the Legally Steel Show, we're bringing you information that matters most to your wallet. Stay tuned. We have our special guest, Mr. Tim Porter. He'll be back, and we're going to talk uh, some few more, a few more things of information you need to know about. Buying a home is a lot like playing baseball. You think you've got it all figured out. Then here comes a changeup. Strike one. It's easy to get frustrated. Strike two. That's why you need a coach who knows the game. Okay, here we go. And can guide you around the bases. Talk to a Grow Financial Mortgage Loan Consultant. We'll get you home. Hey! Learn more at growfinancial.org. Grow Financial is an equal housing lender and is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. And now, your all-star loan lineup from Grove Financial. Leading off, vehicle loans. Batting second, Grove Visa credit cards. Third, Grove student loans. And batting cleanup, the big guy, home loans. Holy cow, it's a grand slam from Grove Financial. Just look at those low rates. Apply today at GroveFinancial.org. Grove Financial Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and an equal housing lender. It's time for Legally Steal with your host, S.E. Day. Thank you. Thank you. We're back. We're back. Tim, I uh, thank you for being on the show. We have Mr. Tim Porter on today with us. He's a, uh, reg- he's a registered uh, financial consultant with a vast amount of knowledge in the areas that, 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 he, that he deals in and, and basically dealing with our lives. Uh, Tim, um, Insurance is one of those things that, you know, that, you know, we don't want to know about. Now, you know, uh, Nightly Muse mentions banks, brokers, and sometimes property and casualty insurance, but never seem to mention 
life insurance companies, life insurance companies. Why why is that? You you bring up an inter- you bring up an interesting point because, you know, we especially in these financial times that we're in and and again, that's the overall view from the news. You create your own economy at home. But the the news always seems to mention you're talking you hear about this broker, you know, on Wall Street, you hear about Bernie Madoff, you hear about this big bank and this other big bank, okay, and over and over and over again, every night. Or you turn on or you watch the internet channels. It's all about these banks, it's all about these brokerage houses. But I find it interesting that they very rarely, if ever, will mention life insurance companies. Right. Um, there are life insurance companies that have been around for hundreds of years. Life insurance companies basically made it through the Great Depression unscathed. And New York they Life, are, and, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, promoting New York Life. They're not like but, advertising on my show, but it's one of those companies that started in the Great Depression. Right, and it's a, it's, a, it's a great example. You're absolutely correct. And so I, so I have to stay, take a step back and say, okay, why is it that they talk about? All these other, all these other things. They, all those other companies are in our face on a daily basis, but life insurance companies are not in our face on a daily basis. Why right. is it that? Why is it that you that you know invest in your four hundred one k, get an IRA, do a five twenty nine, do a five twenty nine plan for your kids, right. for your kids' college, and they and they all talk about all this stuff at work and got all this stuff on got all this stuff on on TV. Uh, and, and every time you turn around, somebody's wanting to invest your money in, in X, Y, and Z on Wall Street, uh, right. you know, or mutual mutual fund this, but you don't hear about there's all this of this whole other type of, of financial institution. As to the name of your show is Legally Steal. Yep. If you if you give me twenty dollars, mm-hmm. and something happens, and I give you two hundred. And it's legal. Right. Right. <laughs> I legally stole a hundred and ninety dollars. Exactly. So <laughs> that's that, that, and, and that's and, and that's that's my point is that people don't realize what life insurance companies can do and it's more than just life insurance. Let me tell you, let me let me tell you something that happened uh, several years ago and I need to look up the law to see exactly when this took place. Okay. But what happened was was that when you put when you've got money inside of an insurance policy now right. is that it grows if it's in if it's in the type that grows it grows tax deferred meaning you're not taxed on it it's right. also it's also in a lot of cases if not most cases if you if you set it up correctly you're able there's a way you can take it out without being taxed on it okay so did you hear what I just said tax deferred on the growth take it out without being taxed on it yep okay so what used to happen was that was people would buy small life insurance policies but put tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars into these life insurance policies because it would grow tax-deferred. Not only that, but in a lot of states, it is life insurance and the money inside of a life insurance policy is even, is even your creditors can't get to it. You can't, so they can't get to it in the event of a lawsuit. And it's right. protected, so so there's an advantage to ha- there's several advantages to having money inside life insurance. Well, Wall Street doesn't want you to know that. that of course Wall not. Street created Wall Street created the 401k plan. I, in fact, there's one of the books I I've been reading a lot lately. It's one of the books I read. I'm looking for the book so I can read the title exactly, um, and it is entitled. And I've lost the book because I thought I had it right here in front of me, and I don't. Um, oh, here it is. It is entitled The Great Wall Street Retirement Scam. Okay, okay. Now, stop, stop, stop. Okay. So so in hearing you say that, what is this big push? I may have already answered my own question, but what the heck is this big push into 401s and, and, and the 401K? And right now, man, everybody, every middle-class working person lives and breathes on their 401K. Talk about this. Why? Well, well, you know what? We've we've. I, I know your show is only an hour long, and we're almost all the way through it already. So, um, but let me sum it. Let me sum it up really, really briefly for you. <laughs> okay, number one, four hundred one ks and IRAs were created because 
Wall Street basically lobbied Congress to do it. Okay? Okay. Number, number, number two, the reason they wanted that and the reason they still want your money today is really simple. And, again, I work with these companies all the time, so I, I'm, I'm not bad-mouthing any company in particular, but we have to look at the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is that banks and brokerage companies, okay, are in the business of taking your money for, for taking your money and going and doing something else with it, <laughs> or taking your money right. and earning and earning money off of your money. For example, in a brokerage firm, 401k plan. Guess what? Market goes up, market goes down. There's mutual funds inside those your 401k plan. Inside right. those mutual funds, trades are happening. There's fees. There's fees when those trades happen. It doesn't matter whether the market goes up or the market goes down. Guess what? The Wall Street company is making money. Hmm. Number t- number 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 two, and I'm gonna give you this example real quick, okay. is that is that if a is that if you go and take your money to the local bank, and they're gonna bar- they're gonna borrow it from you at one percent because that's what the CD is paying this week. Uh, Meanwhile, yeah. you've got a credit card in your pocket, okay, from the same bank that's charging eighteen percent, okay. So basically, they're charging you one percent. They're they're giving you one percent on your money for the benefit of turning around and making 18% on it from somebody else. Okay. Tim, I just had I, I just had a thought. It made me go back to our first interview um that I had you on the last time. I after the interview, I I uploaded the video and put it on YouTube. And I got some good comments, but then I got a negative comment. And here was the negative comment. The guy said that, you know, I was I was listening to this guy talking about you. I was listening to this guy, and all he talked about were CDs. He didn't even discuss gold. Okay. I didn't know how to respond to the guy. So, yeah. Tell me, tell the audience, what is this thing about gold? Because we were talking about investing last time and where, where were safe places to put your money. What is this thing with gold? I mean, I, I really didn't want to get off track, but I, when you said CDs, it made me think about it. What is this thing with gold? Why is gold so high right now? And how can I afford it or even do, do I even need to try to afford it? SC, I love you. We, you just, you just, you just totally set that ball just perfectly on the tee for me, and I'm getting ready to hit that thing, and all the way, all the way onto the green. Here is, here is the thing. Now, obviously, Essie, you and I talk, okay? Mm-hmm. You and I know, you and I have known each other for a while, and yeah. you know, and, and we share some notes so that we don't, we don't come into this thing cold. We've got an idea. We're going to be talking about insurance is sexy today, okay? Right. But you, but, but what you just asked me. Okay, everybody needs to know. I had no clue you were going to ask me that question. Mm-mm. All right, I think that's I think that's fair to say. You were not going to ask me that question. I had no clue you were going to ask me that question. And no. here's here's what I'm going to tell you. First of all, when it comes to gold and when it comes to any commodities, what you've got, what you have to have, and when it comes to a 401k plan, and when mm-hmm. it comes to when it comes to a, when it comes to putting your money in the bank, is that is that those companies are all really good at taking your money from you. Okay. What is your exit strategy? Let me say that again. What is your exit strategy? I'm not saying it's bad to be in those things. If your 401k is matching, I'm probably going to sit down and tell you to stay in it. Right. If you if you if you're in a commodities fund, I'm probably going to tell you to stay in it because with inflation, commodities are going to, prices of commodities are going to go higher. Okay. So okay. If, if if you know, so there's some base there's some basics there. Gold is not a bad thing. I don't know that I'd want to start investing in it now because there's some people that think that that think we've reached a peak and it's going to it's going to it's going to drop off. But as currencies are continuing to devalue and and we try to devalue our currency. Other countries are devaluing their currency. That's why gold keeps going higher. Here's the challenge. Even if I had a bar of gold sitting right here in front of me right now, mm-hmm. I carried one around with me everywhere I went, okay, would I be able to spend it? No. Now, if, if, I've got, if, I've, if I'm invested in gold and somebody's holding gold for me in Minnesota or in Fort Knox and mm-hmm. an economic disaster happens, 
What's how do I how do I get to it to spend it? What's your you, you know and that's the drastic situation. But the, but here's the real question: What is your exit strategy? See, what people forget about life insurance companies. This is why I want to. Uh, this is why life insurance companies are sexy. Okay. Life insurance companies are in the business of giving your money back to you. That's what they're in the business of doing. The other companies are in the business of taking your money from you and making it grow and, earn, and earning money on your money while you while you've got it while you've got it there. And that's the biggest thing that you need that you need to realize is that that you need to make sure you've got an exit strategy. Let me go real. Let me go off off a, on a tangent here for a quick question and bring it okay. back around. This, this is okay. gonna, this is going to make sense. <clears throat> You go to your broker, buy mm-hmm. some gold, buy right. some gold from him, buy some funds from him, whatever. Ask him to say, how much will that be worth? Give me an example of what that will be worth in the future. Give me an example of what that will be worth in the future. Show me in the future how I can take that money out. Show me how I can, I can get a tax-free retirement on that. And show me how I can take money out and, all, and have enough money for the rest of my life. Right. Okay. Right. Ask mm-hmm. your broker to do that. Do that with the CDs at the bank. The see, the bank will be able to tell you what the CD is going to be worth when it matures, but they won't be able to tell you the rest of it. But right. If you go to your broker, you ask him those things. Ask your 401k guy those things. They don't huh. know. They don't. They don't have. They don't. They don't. They don't have a clue. No. If you take a look at if you if you are want to buy an insurance policy, what the insurance companies are required by law to do is to give you examples of how much it's going to be worth in the future, how you can take it out, and the degree you can take it out, and when you can take it out, and when you can take it out tax-free, how it can go tax. They're, just, they're, they're required to give you a, what is called a multi-page illustration. And let me, right. tell you how picky, let me tell you how picky the laws are with that. If I print out a seven-page illustration that I give you on a life insurance policy that's going to show you how this annuity or this insurance policy can show you how you will not run out of money for the rest of your life, or it shows you how you can have a tax-free retirement, and I'm showing that to you, I am not allowed to write on it, to highlight it in any way, shape, or form. Are you serious? I am serious. That is how sticky the laws are when when it comes to insurance. And see, again, this is stuff behind the scenes nobody knows. The other thing, and really quickly, is this. This is the concept I want people to think. The reason they can do that, the reason they can project that out, is that, A, that's what the insurance company is in the business of doing, is giving your right. money back to you. Right. B, they have, they have something on staff called an actuary. Okay. And these, act, these actuaries do nothing. It's, it's something called actuarial science. I had a roommate in college that that's what he does today. Is he's an actuarial scientist, Scott is. And huh. what, huh. what Scott what Scott does, along with a, along with a lot of other people that work for insurance companies, is something banks and brokers don't have. They predict, on average, what's going to happen to a group of people so that they know how an insurance contract is probably going to perform. And so they put all this formulas and all this research and all this effort. Yeah, brokers have got research, but they're researching companies. They're not researching what's probably going to happen with your money. Right, this, exactly. They're, here they're researching. They're, re, they're they're researching what's going to happen to your money. They're researching a pool of people. They're researching, you know, things like mortality rates and those types of things, and all right. those things as well. And so what happens is that this illustration comes out and shows you how and what the numbers are going to look like to have a tax-free retirement. They're going to show you what it's going to look like when you put your money into something and how you can get money back for the rest of your life and not run and, and not run out of money. I mean, they are allowed they are allowed to use words like guaranteed. Okay? Brokers can right. use words like guaranteed. Insurance companies are allowed to use those types of words because they can come in and say, Yes, we can we can guarantee principal. That's what that's what the insurance companies say. So we you're telling me your principal. So you're telling me they can actually guarantee Interest earned principles like that. I mean, on, on your money. Yeah, insurance companies have the ability to guarantee things that other that other types of financial institutions cannot. Yes. Wow, wow. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. Um, can an insurance company help me take advantage take advantage of market upswings while protecting me from, say, market downturns? 
You know what? That's a great. That, that's a that's another great great question because if that would be the ideal scenario, wouldn't wouldn't it? <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> um, um, the uh, and the answer and the answer to that is actually there is a a newer product that's been that's been out um, for since since the mid '90s and it's something that's called indexing. What indexing does, and I won't get too deep into it now, but basically is indexing allows this insurance financial product to follow the market up. So your money inside this product, it's not in the market, but it does follow the market as it goes up. When the market goes down, you get locked in so you don't lose anything. Basically, right. basically the money goes nowhere but up. Okay. Okay. In the in the in in the in these products, somebody said, "Hey, that looks like it's too that looks like it's too good to be true to me." No, it's not too good to be true. It would be too good to be true if I told you that when the market goes down, your money still goes up. No, that's too good to be true. The way right. indexing works is that it comes up. Is that it? Is it? You, know, you get to lock. You get to lock something in. Now, this stuff's been around since the mid '90s, and this particular product, there's companies that actually have patents on it and, and different things. But the but what but the, it didn't become popular until about 2002. Why? Because the market took a downturn. Because the 90s had this huge had this huge boom. So all of a right. sudden, indexing is indexing is popular. Somebody says to me, "Why? You know, 401ks have been around for 40 years. Not quite 40 years. 37 years or so, I think. And they've not been around a full generation yet. So quite frankly, we didn't even know whether 401ks work or not. Right. This product has only been around." For 15 years or 20 years, how do we know this product? How do we know this product works? The difference is, I'm going to go back to the actuarial scientists because yeah. they have put a lot of time and effort into. And do you realize that when an insurance, the insurance policy that you're sold is a product, and that product has to be licensed in each of the 50 states that they're going to that they're going to sell that product in, and that product has to pass muster with the state. Okay. Now, yeah. when you sell, I mean, it, there's a completely different process that things go, that things go through. My point right. is really, there's too much research behind it, and there's very little research behind how a 401k plan performs. Wow, wow. Well, let me ask you this, because we are wrapping up. I think well, we got about uh, just just shy over three minutes. Um, should I pick the biggest insurance company name I can find? Or you know, or the one that I'm most familiar with. I mean, be, in order to get, in order to get the best policy, because we hear policy, but, and I hear the insurance company, but you and I both know that the underwriter is the most important. So, who should I pick? You, what you need is you need an independent financial professional that can help you walk through the minefield. Okay, you need Good. somebody that can that can that can say okay. This company's okay. This company's not. This company's good. If you go down to the local insurance company on the corner with a sign on the door, chances are the only thing they can sell you is what is what is is from that company, whatever the sign says. So, is that really working in the best interest of a client? If I walk into ABC Insurance Company or ABC Bank, they're going right. to sell me something from ABC ABC Company. Okay, is, are they working in my best interest? I encourage people to find an independent person to work with, somebody who's got access to multiple companies that can say, hey, you know, let's take a look at things across the board and see what and, and see where things are going on. Hey, you know, we talked a lot about a lot about a lot of stuff, SE. Right. And, uh, one of the things that I want to make sure that we did last time on the show that we've not done this time this time at all. Do you still have a do you still have a link to my stuff on your website? Absolutely. Matter of fact, okay. I was I was about to tell you, give out your information, please, because I mean, and I want you back on the show again. I, I want to do some more things uh, in reference to, you know, bringing people issues that matter most to their wallet. Give out your information. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I I, I thought you were. I thought you were gone for a second too. Hey, um, well, I just love technology, don't you? Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you um, I'm going to give you my my Tampa Bay website. I've got a couple different websites, but to make it easy, uh, and I know this is going all across the country, to make it easy, I'm giving out my Tampa Bay website today. Okay, it's TampaBayMoney.com. Okay, it's it's still in its beta stage, so bear with me. Go to TampaBayMoney.com. Pull that up. You can get some free reports. You can contact me there. You need to sign up and get their free reports. There's some great information there. Um, Get those, get that information. There's some information there that that, the, that your brokers and bankers don't want you to know about. Right. If you if you need to call me, 
okay? If you need to call me, again, for sake of simplicity, I'm going to give out my Tampa number. I've got Chicago and, and St. Pete and Peoria numbers, but I'm going, to give out my, I'm going to give out my Tampa number because I only want to give out one number today. It's 813-344-3030. Again, 813-344-3030, tampabaymoney.com. Again, tampabaymoney.com. Um, and uh, um, again, Tim Porter, you can search for me on Facebook or LinkedIn. You want to find me there too, right? But, uh, but yeah, but that's the uh, but that's the best place to go to get a hold of me. Tim, I appreciate it, and we are about to go out. You can always go to our website, uh, legallystillshow.com, and look on our featured guests, and you will see Mister Mister Porter's face there. You can click on the link, click on his face. And down at the bottom right corner, you'll see a link. It'll take you directly to Tampa Bay Money. I'm telling you, get it. I got the reports. It's worth it. It's worth it. Tim, thank you for thank you for being on, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Effie, have a great one. You too. All right. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is F.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steel Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet.